0: That's so embarrassing. I turned on everyone's mic but my own. Okay, welcome to Big Red Banter, WVBR specialty sports show. I'm your host, Faith Shote, um, program and sports director of WVBR. Um, it's a lovely, beautiful fall day in Ithaca. Um, happy, happy Halloween weekend. Woop woop. Um, and I'm joined by my, my lovely, normal group of people. Um, I'm going to introduce all of them. Um, Claire, would you like to introduce yourself?
1: <laughs> I would. Hello, everybody. Happy Saturday. Happy Halloween. Um, can we do a Halloween costume fit check?
0: Oh, sure. You don't have to do what we're currently wearing. But okay. Our, our Halloween costumes.
1: So my Halloween costumes, I was goth on Thursday and Friday, which was cool. Um, and then tonight I'm being a bubble bath. So that is my Halloween fit <laughs> check. How are you? How are you being a bubble bath? I am taping balloons, and I super glued some magnets onto rubber ducks to put on my shirt. Um, Yeah, we're working with what we have. (laughs) Dedication. Okay, next we have Sander.
0: Sander, how Um, are you? And also, Halloween Fitchet.
2: I'm good. I'm enjoying my Halloween. I'm happy to be here, and uh, I'm a purple Teletubby for Halloween all days.
0: Beautiful. I yeah. love the imagery. Um, wait, do you have like a full like thing, or are you just wearing like all purple?
2: It's it's like a full like like bodysuit costume. Like, I went all <laughs> out. I, mean,
0: sure. I love that a lot. And he's back, guys. It's David Citron.
1: What's
3: up, y'all? I know you miss me. <laughs> we do.
1: <laughs> Faith's mom is like
2: yes. <laughs> yes. What's Can- up, Faith's <laughs> mom? <Whoa. laughs>
1: Oh,
0: Mrs. Shote. Um. Anyways, David, how are you? Also, Halloween costumes. What are we doing?
3: I'm doing pretty good. Um, last night I was marshmallow uh, mm. when I was DJing, which was fun. <laughs> and then uh, today, I'm not sure yet. I might be like a cowboy, but we'll see. Because it's just like a leftover
0: thing that I have. So. Perfection. Um, yay. Let's talk about sports.
1: Wait, what's your Halloween fit check?
0: Oh, yeah, I'm Faith. Um, my Halloween fit check, I'm a I'm a goddess. Um, I'm Hera specifically since I'm wearing all white. But yeah, if I I wore that yesterday and I'll probably wear it again today. Um, but if I manage to go out another day, I'll do um Tom Cruise from Risky Business, um, because that's just things I have in my closet. But <laughs> yeah, um. Halloween weekend, so much fun. Whoop, 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 whoop. Um, everybody drink responsibly, party responsibly, and don't drink if you're under the age of 21. Wink, nice. wink. Um, <laughs> That'd be so scary. Yeah, that's terrifying. I, yeah, that's horrible. That's so illegal. Um, anyways, let's talk about sports. Let's talk about Cornell sports. Yeah! Um. Oh, okay, I can update this. But sprint football, you know, just as quick as we were a football team, School last weekend with wins in both sprint football and regular football. We have become our we're back to normal and we've lost in sprint football and also regular football. Woo okay. Sprint football lost against Caldwell uh twenty to forty. We were winning for a second when I first turned it on. It was like nine to twelve or something like that. Something along those lines. I don't really remember what the exact score was, but uh we were winning for two seconds there. Um, and then football just wrapped up probably around like two minutes ago, three minutes ago.
1: There are 56 seconds left in the fourth.
0: Just kidding. This is updated to final, girl.
1: No, <laughs> oh, my phone says 56 seconds left.
0: Oh, shoot. Mm. Um anyways well we could we could be or we could not be currently playing princeton regardless we lost though um not particularly shocking princeton is undefeated they're 6-0 and they're also on top of the ivy league like league so um the ivy league league that's stupid anyways (laughs) um no one's really surprised
2: about this loss
0: but you know what jameson wang he's still very good Right Xander? Jameson Wang
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm the I'm the biggest Jameson Wang fan. Yeah.
0: Xander is a Jameson Wang stan, but um yeah. We're still not we we're trying our best. You know what? Our record's really not that bad. It's four and three now. Yeah. Like we're still pretty good, all things considered. There's been worse years. Yep.
3: (laughs) (laughs) How good do we have to be to get to a bowl game? Like is that even legitimately possible? Or I like, don't even think so. I
0: don't even think that we. I don't even think we're in the right
3: division for that. Oh, are we not even in the F uh, FBS?
1: I don't. I I don't think there's any chance that we ever get to a bowl game because there's no playoffs. So there's just no like all that matters is like your quote unquote regular season record, and that's how uh, they determine okay championships. Quote unquote championships.
0: Yeah. I mean, we must be in that F. CS or the FBS or whatever it is, but I just don't think we could ever get there (laughs) legitimately, anyways. Like being good, but um, I don't know. That's a question for someone with higher pay grade. Also, I just realized you, our listeners, are probably tuning in expecting to hear Marlo Love, but she is. Dean uh, of Students Marlow Love, but she is not feeling well this week, and she will be here next week, so tune in. We gotta keep you waiting for another week, but she will be here eventually. We'll get her here. Eventually. Um, yeah. That's all for football. Let's move on to men's soccer. Sean Cabrera is not here because he is currently, um, broadcasting the men's soccer game. Um, who are we playing? Dartmouth. Dartmouth. Yes. Thank you. Had to look at my notes. Um... Dartmouth, I don't even know what their record is. I don't think they're good. anyways, regardless. Uh, <laughs> ben Soccer is playing right now against Dartmouth in Ithaca. Um, we're just we're just so good at soccer. I think our record is like 11, two or 113, something like that, but we're very good. Um, also last week we um, played Princeton. At the same time, at four, um, I didn't turn the game on because I was worried that our curse transferred to soccer. And honestly, I feel like it did because they won when I didn't turn on the game and they lost when I did put it on. So I think our curse transferred. Thoughts, feelings, opinions on this curse?
3: Don't put it on today.
0: I, I didn't. I don't even have my computer. So <laughs> they're safe. Um, yeah. Anyways, in the Princeton game, we actually didn't have a game on Tuesday, which is weird because we usually do, but I don't have the rest of the schedule up. Oopsies. I'm um, sorry, sorry. Give me a second. Um, yeah, we're playing Dartmouth right now and then playing Yale next Saturday and then Columbia for Senior Day the Saturday after on November 12th. So this is our second to last home game which is exciting or sad i guess dang we're never gonna go to a soccer game are we nope we're too busy doing the show (laughs) um yeah anyways back to what i was saying um in the princeton game last week we won three to one um kisa king e oopsies kisa king e there we go that's how you say that he scored two goals in that game to bring us to two to a 2 to 1. I mean 3 to 1. Um the last goal I believe was scored by Brandon Morales who is the leading scorer in the Ivy League. With once again I don't understand. I don't understand how they organize this. But he has 21 points, but he has 7 goals and 7 assists. Like I don't know where the 21 points is coming from. But like I think the points is a mathematical thing, not like actual stats. Cause his actual stats is seven goals and seven assists, but I don't know where the 21 points came from and no one in the game notes explained it to me. So, (laughs) Regardless, um, leading scorer in the Ivy league. He also, (laughs) sorry, the mic is making a really awkward noise and it was making me laugh. Um, Brandon Morales also, where is this? he, Got two National Player of the Week awards. One for uh, the College Soccer News National Men's Player of the Week. And he also receives the Top Drawers Soccer's National Player of the Week. Wow. So he's a National Player of the Week. He's just so good, guys. Woo for Brandon Morales. I have no idea who that is. Not like who that is. I know who he is, like, soccer-wise. But I have no idea what he looks like. So he could be walking down the street. And I would not know what that is.
1: No? I don't know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know him either. <laughs> I did not know
2: that man. <laughs> Here, picture. <clears throat> Brandon Morales. Oh! Oh, it Nobel. Yeah, no, I have no idea yeah, who that I is. Yeah, I still don't know who that is.
0: Yeah. Oh.
3: That's dope, though. Yeah, good, good for, for him.
0: him. <laughs> um. Oh, shoot. He's a senior, so he's about to go. Oh, shoot. Dang, we're losing this guy. He's probably going to go play in, like, the MLS or something. Good for him. Shoot. Well? No? It's Okay. Anyways, what's next in Cornell sports? Hockey time. Ooh. Okay, we're going to first talk about women's hockey. We're currently ranked number seven. I don't know what poll we looked at for that because I looked that up, but I forgot to see who that was for. Anyways, yep.
1: So with women's hockey, we did lose our ECAC season opener to Quinnipiac. Quinnipiac is actually ranked one slot below us at number eight. Um, So not totally devastating. You know, that's a pretty even matchup. But still always a disappointment to lose with a league rival like that. It was a 4-1 loss, so it was not exactly close either. And in the game notes, uh, Cornell women's hockey coach Doug Dera said that They came out very, quote, tentative and anxious. And he says that while they improved in the second and third period, um, the dominance from Quinnipiac early in the game to get that four goals scored um, was really just unable to kind of be surmounted in the end. So it sounds like they recognize what problems exist with the team. Sounds like the coach can acknowledge it. Um, And, you know, if they improved in the later half of the game, that's fine. But an interesting statistic from that game is that Gillis Frechette, is the first Cornell women's hockey player to score in the first three games of the season since Emily Fulton in the 2014 to 2015 season. So maybe it was a little bit of a disappointing start there with the ECAC opponent, but it sounds like there is some good stuff still in the works. Speaking of the works, we are playing number 10 Princeton in Princeton tonight at 6, and that game will be on ESPN+.
0: That's very exciting. Wait a second. They went from, okay, how far away is Quinnipiac to, to Princeton? Because I feel like that's a lot to travel overnight.
1: That's not that far. But I, Quinnipiac is like a little farther. Isn't it like four hours from here? It's Quinnipiac. In Connecticut. It's in Connecticut. Yeah, Quinnipiac yeah. Away, I
0: definitely thought that was in New York.
1: Four hours and 21 minutes from here. So that's, that's you know, a day trip. That's like if I were to go home. But then Princeton to Quinnipiac is two hours and forty nine minutes, so that makes sense.
0: Dang, Loki, that would suck though. Just like playing two games back to back after traveling and stuff. Yeah. Um, yikes. Okay, Princeton is ranked number ten. I didn't know Princeton was good like that. That's cool. Anyways, um, where's my notes? Okay, here we go. Um, men's hockey though. <laughs> less exciting um (laughs) we lost our season opener to duluth two to three um they're playing again tonight at 8 p.m eastern time starts 7 p.m central time central Central Time. Um, You can watch the game at nchchockey.com.
3: For all our Central
0: Time listeners. (laughs) Um, You can subscribe technically. I just didn't want to. Did you actually watch it, Claire?
1: I did. So, what I found from watching Cornell Hockey like over last winter break when I wasn't here um, is that you can subscribe to ESPN Plus. It was $6.99 a month and then they made it like crazy expensive. Like, I canceled my ESPN Plus. Um, And it kind of makes sense to cancel it because any time we play outside of the ECAC, the games are not on ESPN+. And you have to subscribe to whatever random, usually, like, home-based streamer the other team uses. Mm-hmm. So for Duluth, it was NCHC Hockey. Don't even know what that is. Yeah. Um, but all of these websites have a pretty standard pricing structure where you can either subscribe for the whole season, which, you know, you're not going to do because unless you're a big Duluth hockey fan. <laughs> um, so there was an option that's, like, 17 bucks for 24 hours of access to all games. So in theory, you could watch each game for, like, a little more than eight bucks a pop which isn't that bad, especially if you're watching it with other people. Would I pay $17 for one game? Probably not, Um, but it is an option. But if you are looking ahead towards the rest of the season, I would recommend holding off on ESPN+, Plus unless you're not in the Ithaca area, in which case it makes sense because all the home games are broadcast on ESPN+. Plus. Um, But if you are just a fan in Ithaca who can get to games at Lina, I'd recommend not subscribing to ESPN+, and just staying really diligent about what streaming websites the games are on cuz you can save a little bit of money that way.
0: Yeah, I was not spending $17 to watch this because I knew not to not to dog on our guys, I swear. I do, I love them all, but like I didn't expect this Duluth game to be that good. And to be honest, like we held our own. I listened over the radio um on WHCU news and talk (laughs) um and i cannot follow um sports over the radio which is weird considering i have a sports radio show but um like i'm not live streaming a game you know but um it's very hard to follow because the line changes like they're not announcing them so then they'd be like but what who i momentarily forgot who's on this team um they'd be like Seeger is pushing for and i was like where did he come from he wasn't there two seconds ago and then like someone else would hop in and i was like dang i don't know who's playing who's not playing how many people are on the ice i don't know i was so confused regardless though the point is <laughs> i got major sidetracked the point is i feel like we held our own or for at least from what i could understand over the radio it really wasn't that bad we lost in the last, like, minute of the third quarter with a late score from someone from Duluth. I don't know what their name is because we don't care about Duluth. But um, on Duluth side, they used to be ranked number 10, I think, preseason. But then they've fallen to 19th because they've just lost four games in a row. Um, but this uh, broke the little streak, and they'll be playing again tonight. Hopefully, Cornell can turn it around um yeah also some little stats for the game jack o'leary scored the first cornell goal i have not heard of jack o'leary scoring even though i know that's not his first like college like score like i know that's not his first goal but like rarely has jack o'leary scored anyways that's exciting um winter wallace he scored the second um goal for cornell however he might have torn his acl
1: Yeah, that was kind of a weird injury to watch. It was his first collegiate goal, very exciting, um, and he fell over while he was shooting and couldn't stop himself because he was on his back, couldn't stop himself from ramming into the wall. So he kind of hit the wall. I don't know if his feet hit the wall or if his knees hit the wall, but he was kind of crunched up. And then he went to stand and just couldn't stand on his own. Um, I am no medical professional, but I know that when you tear your ACL, it's very hard to put weight on the injury. So when he went to stand up and couldn't stand, they had a trainer come out onto the ice. Like, they couldn't even move him off of the ice. But then later, the Cornell Men's Hockey Instagram posted a picture of him holding his first collegiate goal puck. So... He was at least conscious after the game. Um, That doesn't really help us with any real medical assessment. So not sure if he's going to be out for a bit. Not sure if maybe it was just like hitting a funny bone where you can't handle it for like a minute. Then it gets better. Mm -hmm. Don't know what the injury was. Regardless, it looked pretty nasty when it happened. Yeah.
0: Um, I watched the like the little clip of the goal and they cut off right before he hit the wall. But I saw him just like skating on his butt to the wall. And it looked like it honestly looks like his foot hit the boards first. I like I said, yeah. the video cut off. So it probably looked just like a... it was kind
1: <laughs> of like a, it looked like a crunch. Yeah. Kind of like if his foot hit it then his knee bent in a weird way. Yeah. Um but again we yeah. just we don't know.
0: Um Cornell men's hockey Twitter, they tweeted like the picture, the same one that they posted on Instagram, but the like tweet was winter is coming and I thought that was really funny. <laughs> um but yeah. yeah, he looked like in the picture but you know it was only the top half of his body we don't know what the what was going on down there. That's also
1: true. A little yeah. conspiracy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess we'll see how tonight goes. I don't think there are any like pre-game notes posted quite yet, so we'll see if he's in the lineup. We'll see if he's scratched. But overall, I agree. I don't think this is, you know, world-shattering season opener for us. I don't think yeah. it's going to determine the rest of the season. It is a disappointment after we were looking very promising in some of those exhibition games last week. I thought we were very well put together, and that could be more of a commentary on the caliber of our competition and not necessarily us Duluth looked good and I thought that as we were getting a little bit more nervous into that third period with the score still tied I thought our kind of technical skills are really dropping bad um, things got a little bit more um, out of control not completing as many passes getting a little bit scrappier in terms of the quality of skating a lot of falling over um, so I think managing some of those nerves that's something that'll get ironed out later in the season so it'll be interesting to see how tonight goes and who's playing yeah
0: very exciting um ooh, i don't know why that looks like that but oh it's fine we fixed it um yeah the game is tonight like i said at 8 p.m eastern time 7 p.m central time for our central listeners um i don't know if we have any <laughs> we could though um yeah and that's all for cornell sports Woo! Um. Once again, we'll be back next week to talk about more Cornell sports with Dean of Students Marla Love. Woo So make sure to tune in for that. Oh, I just realized I did not do the sound effects for hockey.
1: Oh no! Hold
0: Retroactive. <laughs> that was not as good. Wait. Yeah. Excellent. There we go. <laughs> so now let's talk about the NFL. You know who no one's talking about? The Vikings. Hmm? They are 5-1. and one. I have truly not heard the Vikings name come out of a single, like, NFL sporty commentator yet. And they're actually, like, they're really good. Like, I I genuinely had not heard of the Vikings being this good. I just knew about the, like, Kirk Cousins meme of him, like, wearing the other guy's, like, diamond chains. And it was kind of funny because Kirk Cousins is, like, everyone's dad.
3: But, um... I feel like Kirk Cousins is, like, the most low-key quarterback like, ever. Yeah. Like, he's he's pretty
0: good, but he gets no publicity. Mm-hmm. And I can't even, I genuinely can't think of anybody <coughs> else uh, um, being, like, lower key than Kirk Cousins. Um, yeah. I don't even know who the Vikings are playing this week. I forgot to write it down. Oh, they're playing the Cardinals, which should be, I don't know what the Cardinals record is, but I think they're, like, pretty mid.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Call of Duty came out, so
0: they're, uh, that's they're a bad thing for the Cardinals. <laughs>
3: You know um, why? Yes, because it's of Kyler Ky- Murray. There's <laughs> a statistically significant regression in Kyler Murray's playing uh, performance when Call of Duty comes out and, and on double XP weekends.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's why they assigned him homework, but the homework is still not working. Um, if you recall... I think it was either last semester or the very beginning of this year. But Kyler Murray signed a new contract. And in the contract, it had the stipulation that he had to do four hours of, like, homework. And it had to be without any distractions. Like, the TV couldn't be on. And, like, he couldn't be playing (laughs) video games. And I was like, what is this man? A literal child. But clearly it's not working all that well. But, um.
3: Well, that, that, uh, he ended up, like, uh, talking about it in front of the media and it got a lot of backlash so the cardinals removed it from the contract oh but like so mm. maybe that's why
0: oh well see you gotta you gotta give him homework or else he's not gonna play the right way um yeah so the thursday night game was i don't even know who the patriots were playing i forgot oops does anyone remember
3: um, I was Ravens. watching it for a little bit. Oh, yeah, the Ravens. No, it wasn't the Patriots.
1: Wasn't it? It was Ravens and Bucks.
3: Yeah, it was Ravens Patriots. Buccaneers. Tom Brady. Yeah. He, what am I so
1: talking we had about? Of <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wait, when did
1: when did Tom Brady go?
0: The to
3: Patriots the played on
0: Monday. Oh, it was Monday night game. Sorry, I wrote Thursday night in the in the notes. That's why I was so confused. Anyways. Back to the point. So, um, the Patriots played the Ravens on Monday night. Um, and Mac Jones. Yeah, what? What?
3: He got benched, yeah.
0: It wasn't Monday night. Because Monday night was the Bears. Bears Did
3: m- the Bears beat the Patriots? Yeah.
0: It was the. Oh. I said the Ravens again. That's why I messed up. Okay. Wow. Hold on. I'll get it right eventually. The Patriots played the Bears on Monday night. Mm -hmm. Okay. There we go. And the
3: Bears slaughtered them.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yes. This is true. Um, I don't even know what the score was, but it was not great.
2: Thirty-three to fourteen. Okay.
0: It was thirty-three to fourteen. But Mac Jones got benched for um, Bailey Zappe. I don't know if that's how you say it, or z- mm, I feel like it I is think zap, it's
3: it. no. I think it's the zappy. Zappy. Yeah, Bailey zappy. You know what? I <laughs> think that I think that's how they pronounce it.
0: I think that zape is more fun, <laughs> so that's what we're gonna say. Um, Mac Jones got benched after an interception, and so then they put in. I'm just gonna call him Bailey. They put Bailey in, and immediately, what's the word? Scored a touchdown. I mean, threw for a touchdown, and then on the next possession scored another touchdown. It was just one after another. However, um, those were the only two touchdowns they scored, the only points they scored that night, and then they lost. So, um, Mac Jones is starting in the game tomorrow. Who are they playing? I don't know. I didn't write it down. <laughs> Oops. Um, I have no idea. But whatever. They are the Patriots are playing the Colts. Oh, aren't the so that's Colts? That's a winnable game. Yeah, they could win because the Colts are also Colts, not doing well. I
3: think the Colts also benched Matt Ryan.
0: Exactly, which leads into the next point in the doc. Whoop, whoop. Matt Ryan has been benched from for, for, for who? If I could speak English, that'd be cool. For Sam Ellinger from Texas. I think he's a rookie. I'm pretty sure he's a rookie. Yes. Um, he's expected to start if everything goes well. The coach said that. Ellinger will start for the rest of the season and you know what Matt Ryan like when he gave an interview about it he was he was like I gotta do what's best for the team oops sorry Claire um he's gotta do what's best for the team and like it's fine if he has to get benched for that like he understands and he just like hopes for the best and he just wants that he's still gonna be there he's still gonna be present but he just wants the best for the Colts which I thought was nice so he wasn't like a Oh, I don't know if I can say that on air he wasn't a jerk about it, so I corrected my statement. Um, you know, Sam Ellinger, his brother died in May, like right after he got drafted, which was really depressing. But anyway, sorry, Sam Ellinger. I didn't mean to bring that up. Oh. <laughs> yeah, um, I hope that goes well for them. Oh, well, no, I don't. I hope the Patriots win. Sorry, Sam Ellinger. Um, anyways, next, Jamar Chase. I don't know what happened. I think it was a hip injury or something. But he's expected to be out four to six weeks. And that is very bad news for the Bengals. Because they're already doing, like, not so hot. And um, because th- the offensive line doesn't want to let Joe Burr, like, live his life. But um, this is very bad news for the Bengals. And you know what? Like, it was already going bad for everybody who loved the Bengals. And now it's just getting worse.
3: I saw an Instagram post of a kid who was dressing up as Joe Burrow, dressing up as Jamar Chase.
0: Oh, my gosh, yes. I saw that. It He looked pretty accurate, too. Like, he had the right yeah. face and the hair and everything. Yeah, the kid killed it. Yeah, he did a great job. But anyways, um, question for everyone that follows football. Who do you think the Eagles could lose to? Because right now they're, what are they, 6-0? Yeah. yeah. um, They're playing the Steelers this week, the Texans the week after, then the Commanders, then the Colts, the Packers. Jesus. And then the Titans, and then the Giants, and then the Bears, and the Cowboys, and the Saints, and the Giants. I just don't know who on this list they could genuinely lose to. Maybe the Titans and the Giants.
3: I just learned uh, in my uh, collective bargaining class the other day that mm-hmm. the NFL has like um, – rank based scheduling for a couple of games in the season so like teams that do worse like legitimately have easier schedules the next year oh so that could be why their schedule is so easy right now
0: oh Oh, that would make a lot of sense
3: yeah because they didn't have a great year last year
0: oh that explains a lot
3: i never even knew that like i'd been following football for years and i never had heard of that
0: oh you know what that makes perfect sense honestly why some people's schedules like are harder than others but um I think in the near future I feel like they'll be fine unless the commanders decide to surprise them or something or the Colts. but I think for like the next three weeks they're gonna be they're gonna continue to be undefeated I don't think they'll make it to the perfect, like, 17-0 and 0, and then go on to the playoffs and all that. But um, because you just got to lose somewhere. It happens. It just – it always happens. Or maybe they won't. But it's more than likely that they'll lose at one point. But I expect it to be, like, to the Titans. Maybe the
3: Giants them. can get them. The Giants are 5-1 uh, and one right now.
0: Yeah. Wait, didn't they play earlier this year?
3: No? No. Oh,
0: don't. okay. That's why they're playing twice in the next Yeah, because the year. Giants'
3: only loss was... Um, yeah, who did they lose to? Uh, who was it? It Oop. was...
0: Do, 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 do. I think it was
3: like week three. But I I'm don't typing.
0: <laughs> oh, they lost to the Jaguars.
3: Yeah, w- w- was that week three?
0: Maybe.
1: Last weekend. What weekend was last weekend?
3: They lost last weekend?
1: On October 23rd, it says.
3: Oh. No, the Giants beat the Jack. Oh wait, no, did no, they no. lose. No, no.
0: Nope, they right. yeah, they mean. right. You're you're good. Hold on. We're going to figure this out. Oh, they lost to the Cowboys September 26. Oh yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. On Monday night football. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Back when the Cowboys were being like ex- ex- extra good with
3: Cooper Rush.
0: Yeah. But they got Dak Prescott back. Did he start already?
3: Uh Dak? Yeah. Yeah, I think so.
0: Did they win? I don't know. Uh, it's okay. That's what Google's for. Um, the Cowboys. Really
3: good division though.
0: Yeah, the NFC East used to be so bad.
3: Yeah, wasn't it like two years ago when a a losing record team made the playoffs? Yeah, and
0: it was them because it was like the Cowboys or the Commanders. They were like six and six and seven or six (coughs) and like eight or something, and they were just competing to see who could be the the best of the worst. But um,
2: Alex Smith, I think. Ooh.
0: Dark. you're good um yeah the cowboys are five and two. Oh wait that did not solve my question of who they play they played oh the lions oh that's an easy dub you know what i had a little hope that the lions could be good this year because i watched a couple episodes of hard knocks <laughs> um they're such a cute like team i hope they do well eventually but it's not looking like it'll be this year um Oh, another thing. Um, I don't know if I put this on the dock. I did not. But it's actually in the games to watch this week. So we can discuss it when I get there. But um, yeah, we'll see how long the Eagles stay undefeated. I'm going to delete this so I can have more space. Okay. Um, Games to watch this week. The Broncos are playing the Jaguars in London. Ooh. At 9 a.m. tomorrow. Who's waking up at 9 a.m. to watch that game?
1: Sean Cabrera, <laughs> that is the only person.
0: Yes, probably. He probably will wake up to watch that game. Um, yeah, I will not be. Uh, maybe I'll turn it on when I wake up eventually. I, keep, I feel like football games have been getting longer, or maybe I just have like less patience, but I feel like football games have gotten longer. They're always like four hours long. I feel like they used to be like three, and we'd wrap it up. <laughs> But anyways, um, they have equal records at two and five, so we'll see how that goes. Broncos are so bad. Yeah, it's
3: like actually so boring to watch.
0: (laughs) It's not even mid. It's like
3: there was that like Thursday night football game. It was like Broncos Colts, which was like debatably the worst game of all time. (laughs) (laughs) It's
2: really just boring to watch the Broncos play. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: we talked about this last week, but it's like genuinely boring to watch them play. Um, Sean said that you could fall asleep while watching. And you know what? Maybe, like, I'll wake up at 9 and fall back asleep while watching this game. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, anyways. Um, looking further down the international series for the NFL, after this game uh, with the Broncos versus the Jaguars in London, we have the Seahawks versus the Bucks in Munich, Germany for the first ever game in Germany. Whoop, whoop. So the exciting. ticket
3: prices for that game are insane. Really? Uh, yeah, I was looking at them in, in that collective bargaining class and it was just like unreal. Ugh. At least like a thousand dollars to get it
0: Oh, oh my Well, I won't be there. I'm not casually flying to Germany on November thirteenth. But yeah, oh also it's gonna be on the NFL network and not like T V. What? I don't know. That seems stupid. Whatever. Um And then after that, they'll have the Mexico game. Have we had a Mexico game before this or no? Because I thought we didn't since there was like so many player protests for the field conditions. Yeah,
3: there was supposed to be one. And then it got canceled because the players were like so against the field. Yeah. yeah.
0: But they managed to figure it out. Boop, boop, boop. It's going to be the 49ers versus the Cardinals. Um,
3: is, is it still in Mexico City
0: yes it's in Estadio Azteca in Mexico wow wow! I butchered that so bad I'm just going to say that in an American accent so I don't insult anyone anymore um, in Mexico I think City I is
3: our accents
0: guy yeah, yeah. he is because he can do it all Not, jeez <laughs> um, anybody listening to that please forgive me that will be November 21st and that will be on ESPN um but that's for the international series let's just get back to what's going on this week um the vikings will be playing the cardinals as we stated before the vikings are good five and one i shall watch that i believe it'll be at 1 p.m um the jets are playing the Mm patriots yeah wait what yes that makes sense they played on monday but they're playing on sunday it's okay we're fine um The Jets are playing the Patriots. I low-key think, I'm sorry, Mom, to say this, but I think the Jets are going to win.
3: Jets are good.
0: Yeah, because the Jets are unexpectedly very good.
3: New York football is up this year. Woo!
0: Next, after that, we got the 49ers versus the Rams. Got to see if Christian McCaffrey was worth trading all that stuff for. Um, The Rams have also not been that good. I don't know what their record is. But I don't... Oops. That did not give me what I wanted it to. They're three and three. Okay, fine. Oh, hey. You're not a Rams fan.
2: Well, you are, but you're not. Technically, but not
0: really. Yeah, but not
2: really. That's
3: how everybody from (laughs) LA is. They're like... When they do well, they're like, Ah,
0: that's
2: dope. (laughs) Mm." Exactly. Um, Yeah.
0: But you know what? Let's go see the Chargers' record. I don't think it's as bad as I think it is. I think it's four and two.
3: Austin Eckler is the best fantasy player ever. I love that guy.
0: Is he okay? Is he? He's not the one that's injured. You know who's injured? Um, J. C. Jackson, which is really bad news for the Chargers. But it's okay. We'll figure it out. They're playing the Falcons. They're on. Oh, they're on a bye. Um, they lost to the Seahawks last week. That's unfortunate. I don't even. I didn't even watch that. Dang. That sucks. Whatever. It's fine. Yeah. The Seahawks are playing the Giants. Mm, that could be good. Aren't the Seahawks good? Yeah, they're four and three. The Giants are five and one. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Giants are on
0: fire. Yeah. Um, Geno Smith. Let's see what else he can Former do. Former right? Giant. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. The more you know. <laughs> um, so then the Sunday night game. Whoop, the Sunday night game will be the Bills versus the Packers. Um, I don't know if this will be good. Yeah, I think the Bills are going to demolish them. That one. Because the Packers are kind of bad. Not kind of. They just are bad. Yeah. Um, I think this will be a playoff season of the playoffs will not have Aaron Rodgers nor Tom Brady. Ooh, that's bold. Yeah, I think I'll, I'm going to firmly stand by that one. Check back in with me when the playoffs start, but I don't think either of those people are going to be in the playoffs.
3: I feel like Tom Brady will find out. We'll figure out a way to get there. Ah, they've been so
0: bad, though.
2: I don't know. We'll see.
0: He. This is the first time in his career he's dropped two games below five hundred, like point five. so... And you know what? He just got divorced. Mm. <laughs> like officially. <laughs> so, oh wow. I just looked up Tom Brady hoping that like the Bucks thing would come up. And it's just all about his divorce.
3: He's gonna be on Demon Time next game. Oh, man. <laughs> like he's going crazy.
0: I do not see that happening. <gasps> um is Jean Pierre Paul coming back? I don't know. Um, I'll Google that. <laughs> but Wait, I'm a little confused. Are they on a bye? They must be. They
3: just played on Thursday.
0: The Bucks?
3: Yeah, against the Ravens.
0: What? Oh, yeah, they did. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> we literally just talked about this. I am so sorry. We're fine. Um, well, they have they're they're playing the Rams next week. We'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, so then Sunday was is the Bills versus the Packers, like I said. And then Monday night it's it's a Ohio showdown. Browns versus the Bengals. Ooh. Ooh. Are the Browns good? I don't think so.
3: Every year Browns fans are like, We're gonna be so good this year. Our team is so
0: good. And then they never are. Yep. Um why can't I tell what their record is? It does not look good. Um one one, two, oops, one Wow, I think they've won one game. Yikes. Okay. Well, they're playing the they're playing the Bengals. Oh, just kidding. The Browns are two and five and the Bengals are four and three. So it's an Ohio showdown in Cleveland. So that's exciting for people who live in Ohio. <laughs> Anyways, before we talk about the World Series and the MLB, we're going to take a little commercial break. Keep on keep it on WVBR 93.5 and we'll be right back.
4: Mark your calendars For the Inked in Elmira Halloween Bash 2022 Presented by Tattoo Media Inc. and Skin Art Magazine Inked in Elmira will be held at First Arena October 28th to the 30th With your host, actress and model Fallon Vendetta Over 100 of the world's top tattoo artists Will be at the convention With contests being held daily All winners will be published to Skin Art Magazine While you're there Don't miss the amazing performance of Circus Ronaldo And stand-up comedy From Chris Roach. Also, be sure to dress your best for the daily Halloween costume contests with evening categories for adults, fraternities, and sororities. 10% of all ticket proceeds will be donated to the Extreme Couture GI Foundation. Veterans, active military, and college students with ID will receive a 10% discount to the event. The Inked in Elmira Halloween Bash 2022. Tickets are going fast. Don't wait to get yours at tattoomediainc.com. Hey,
3: Phil Shapiro here, host since 1967 of WVBR's Bound for Glory, folk music on your radio and your computer this Sunday night. Well, these days we're not running live folk concert broadcasts on Bound for Glory, but we're on the air this and every Sunday night from 8 to 11 with recordings of the Bound for Glory performers from the last several years and lots of other stuff. Join us, won't you?
4: Look us up online at boundforglory dot org and find out whose shows are coming up next.
0: Hello, welcome back to WVBR. I'm Faith Schote, joined by Clara Zander and David. I'm loving this reintroduction thing; it's so much fun. Anyways, it's time to talk about some baseball. Um, I guess we'll start with. Do you want to start with the Yankee stuff or start with the World Series stuff?
1: Let's start with the Yankee stuff. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, as you Take may it away. or may not know. The Yankees lost in almost unprecedentedly horrible fashion in the ALCS to the Astros last week. Our season ended on Sunday night because I had an assignment due Monday and was too upset to finish it until Monday morning. Um, It was just a big disappointment. Swept in four games, um, especially to give up the season at home. That was also just cherry on top not to mention Ted Cruz was at the game he did leave in the sixth inning but disappointed (laughs) that he had a better night than I did um always consider that a loss in my book but yeah it was a disappointing end to a season that started with a lot of promise and fizzled out quite quickly um we had a really disappointing August and pretty bad July And, you know, a lot of people thought we were coming back in September, but I feel like one month with playoff anticipation is not enough time to really build back a team that was on such a slide. So I didn't have great hopes. I thought it was promising that we did so well in the ALDS, um, but even still, that was a little tight. So I didn't think that we'd be able to beat Houston. I didn't think we'd come back from it. Not surprised that it ended the way it did. But especially with Aaron Judge, he is the player on everybody's minds, not even just for Yankee fans, but for anybody around the league. As people know, in the offseason, he turned down a contract that was $230 million over eight years. And in that time, he did break the AL home, home run record, but some people would consider it the overall home run record. So the thing going around is that he, quote-unquote, bet on himself. So we're waiting to see what his contract might look like. But he had a pretty disappointing showing in the postseason, going 0 for 8 with 7 strikeouts in the ALDS and finishing the postseason as a whole, so ALDS and ALCS, with just 2 homers and 15 strikeouts. So while he definitely had a very productive regular season, his postseason showing just didn't really match kind of the caliber of play. And a couple people had different theories on why that might be. People thought that as he was chasing 62, he was seeing fewer pitches as he was getting walked more. So maybe he had less in-game practice. But also, if you're able to hit 62 home runs, I feel like you should be able to hit in the postseason, too. (laughs) So a lot of people making a lot of excuses for him. Um, But it's it's natural. You know, he's a leader of the team. People don't want to admit that he might just not be good in the postseason. So not, not so sure how true those things are. So did y'all really boo him or He did get booed. Um I think it was in the last game at home he got booed. So
3: I saw a thing on Twitter, it was like uh there was like a, a couple of players anonymously were talking about how like the booing was like really getting to them and stuff like that. And then it compared like a quote to Derek Jeter. When he got booed at, during the 2004 ALCS, which was, like, the worst-blown uh, lead of all time. They blew a 3-0 lead in the series to the Red Sox. And um, and uh, Derek Jeter, like, he, like, took it. Like, he was like, yeah, like, we deserve to be booed. Like, I you know, I got to go out there and play better. And so I, it was kind of disheartening to see that the players were just kind of complaining about being booed. And, like, because you're in New York. Like, that's what you're going to get. You're going to get booed if you play bad. So,
1: yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think you can't complain about getting booed if you don't win games like you will disappoint people when you lose, when you lose to our biggest rival, when you lose at home and when you lose when it's been 13 years since you've even had a series appearance, let alone won a series. Um, But heading into the offseason, I think the biggest question facing the Yankees is. Will Aaron Judge stay with the team? And I do have a little anecdote from this week. I had a little brush with fame in the Yankees Twitter space. Um, If anyone does not know what a Twitter space is, it's like a side Twitter feed so that you can post to a feed without it showing up on your main profile. So if I don't want every person who follows me to see 100,000 Yankees tweets, you can post in the Twitter space. So during the post-game show on the Yes Network following the ALCS loss. Uh, Michael Kay said that notably Aaron Judge was not wearing a Yankees hat or any sort of Yankees merch in his presser, and that drew a lot of comparisons to Garrett Cole coming out when the Astros lost wearing a Scott Boris hat instead of an Astros hat. So Michael Kay was saying maybe, you know, if Aaron Judge isn't wearing merch, maybe he's already disaffiliating himself from the team as he heads into postseason negotiations. However, he was wearing a different hat that was for a brand called Seligman Stables, and I googled it, and they had a limited edition collaboration with the Yankees. So it only had the Yankees logo on the very side, which you would not have seen if you we're just watching the presser and didn't look it up mm. so Aaron Judge was wearing a piece of Yankees merch was it the most obvious Yankees merch in the world no was it still a piece of Yankees merch you're telling me this man doesn't own any other hat that does not say New York Yankees on it I bet he does so interesting that he was still wearing the merch um, so I posted that in the Yankees Twitter space and got a lot of attention Which is always great, but (laughs) just an interesting thing. It really shows that you can't really look to these arbitrary, is he wearing a logo? Is he wearing blue? Is he wearing a different color? Um, I will say that his post-game presser wasn't encouraging. He talked a lot in the past tense, seemed a little frustrated with the way the season ended. So I I don't know how it's going to play out, but if I had to guess right now, I think he is leaving. Oh, really? Yes.
3: I just hope he doesn't go to the Red Sox or the Mets or – uh, division rival
0: Why would he ever The Red Sox sucks so bad I think so he's just bad. gonna go
3: to Like whoever gives him The most money to be honest Which is exactly what Robinson Cano did And his career spiraled Completely down the drain After that so Who yeah, knows it's
0: the way I don't even know who that is So Cano <laughs> He
3: got busted twice For using steroids And never did anything in Seattle But he was really good On the Yankees Uh
0: well T Anyways the, Well the, like, like y'all said The World Series started yesterday Yep Yeah um, the Phillies won one game. I did not watch it. And Clara explain some more.
1: <laughs> I will. So yeah, it was a pretty good game to start off the world series. Gotta say, I'm not too excited for it. Don't care about the Phillies and I hate the Astros. So that's pretty cool. Um, but by the third inning, Houston had already scored five runs, which seemed like a pretty insurmountable lead on Phillies end. However, by the end of the fourth, the Phillies had scored three runs just in that inning alone. I almost said period because I was thinking about hockey. Um, and they scored two in the fifth inning to tie it up. And the game went with no scores, still at a tie for five more innings into the top of the tenth when JT Realmuto homered. It was not a walk-off because it was the top of the tenth, not the bottom. Um, still, that's a pretty, pretty notable achievement to win game one of the series in extra innings. Um, so it was definitely an exciting start. Can't say I'll be tuning into the other games unless something crazy happens or if I have a lot of spare time on my hands. I just I don't care about these teams.
3: Did you guys know that every single time that the Phillies have won the World Series in the last decade or not decade, a 100 years, a recession has followed or a depression?
0: Yeah, I wrote it down because um, because we're low key like not even low key, high key. inflation yep. is people sky high people are saying we're in a recession it's right now. it's happening and i'm not excited cuz <laughs> it was it was
3: 1929 right before the great depression yeah, yeah. and then i think there was one in like the, the 80s when there was a recession and then i think 2008 which started no way, and
2: nice. oh. it's crazy. And,
3: uh, <laughs>
0: This year, apparently, we're heading towards a
3: recession. Yeah, we're right?
0: heading By towards way. a recession, like for sure. Hopefully, um, Philly
3: doesn't win.
1: <laughs> but like, if the I, I don't
3: want the Astros to win, win either. So I
1: feel I like that's also a loss for America. Yeah, who do we have winning? I don't freaking out. <laughs> if
3: the if the Phillies win, I like genuinely am going to like lose all my faith in baseball. Like yeah. it makes no sense. They shouldn't have even been in the playoffs. They were literally tied or like one game above for the last wild card spot which just got instituted this year. Like in a normal year they wouldn't have even made the playoffs and they're going to win.
0: But the yeah. Astros. Yeah. I hate they the Astros the so yeah, much.
1: Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I agree it's crazy that just going adding an extra two teams to the playoffs completely changed the composition of the World Series. Do I think they deserve to get to the series if they can get through the playoffs being that they were one of the last seeds getting through a pretty competitive field? Like, sure, love an underdog story. If I had to pick a winner, I think I'm going with the Astros still. I think that The Phillies have had a pretty good comeback in the postseason, but I think the Astros have a lot more technical skill. I also have a lot of personal drama with a Phillies fan who I want to never experience joy again. So for that reason, I would like for the Astros to win the World Series. (laughs) You know what?
0: And I stand beside it. I love messy reasons for things like that. Um, Yeah. And some sad news. For the first time since 1950 um since Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier in baseball there will be no us born black players in the world series um and y- y- yeah i know Right, I know. And this year, wow. only 7.2% of players on opening day were black, which is the lowest in 30 years. However, we do have to say that there were black Latino players, however. But, like, it's just rare that there is not U.S.-born black players. And it's just, I don't know. Not a that's single one. Not a single person. That,
2: that doesn't sound real.
0: Yeah, it doesn't. And Dusty Baker, the manager for the Astros, also said how this is just, like, the worst and baseball should not be proud of this and it's just with things gotta change
1: i do also take some issue with that statistic that only 7.2 percent of players on opening day rosters were black that st- statistic just says black and not necessarily black latino or people born in the united states so while each team does have black latino players i think that statistic is also bearing a lead of you know mm-hmm. people born in the u.s people born internationally yeah. um so it's even a lower percentage in the league of u.s born black players yeah
0: um to wrap up our baseball news the oakland a's are most likely moving to las vegas uh, rob rob manford just like let it slip that they the a's are probably not going to stay in oakland um and the rays are going to stay in tampa well, don't
3: Don't go off of Bob Nightingale. Bob Nightingale has been known to blow some uh, big.
1: It it was Bob Nightingale saying that Rob Manfred told someone else who I believe is an A's beat reporter. Um, T. He said it's not going to happen, likely because the proposal for a new A's stadium to replace the Coliseum was rejected. The Coliseum Uh, is a busted stadium, known to be the worst stadium in Major League Baseball. Um, And, you know. Manfred, it's kind of in his best interest to not support the league, keeping a team that's underperforming and not supported by fans when they can move to a place exciting like Vegas. So I wouldn't be surprised if that happens.
0: Vegas is uh, really blowing up with their sports scene. All they need is a basketball team at this point, and they're going to be all set, so... They just got a football team. They got a hockey team a couple years ago. Who did they win the Stanley they Cup? They
3: Made it to the Stanley Cup their first year, but they did not win.
0: Oh, okay, but yeah,
2: that which was, is
3: still unprecedented. Yeah, like, that's very exciting. That never happens. Who won a new
1: that
0: team year? I forgot
2: who they played. Was it? I don't know. I don't, I don't, know. I don't remember. All. They also the Las Vegas Aces, the WNBA team. Oh. oh, they're pretty good. Yeah,
0: didn't they just win? Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. they just won their Chelsea Plum. Yes. Um,
0: yeah. Before we end the show, we're going to talk about the NBA for approximately thirty
2: seconds. Oh my gosh! Yeah,
0: um, the Lakers are very, very bad. Um, they're zero and five for the season. Um, twenty-five and eight, hundred and eighteen on three pointers. Last time I checked on the twenty-fourth, I'm sure it's changed since. The Bucks are undefeated, which is exciting. Um, what? Okay.
3: (laughs) Let me explain. Let me explain. (laughs) So, this guy, Josh Primo, who was literally 19 years old and was a first-round draft pick, like, two years ago, just got released by the Spurs, which is really weird because you don't release people who are 19 years old. Yeah, he's supposed to be, like, their future. Yeah, like, you don't release young guys like that. So, there's, like, clearly something going on behind the scenes.
2: He he went on social media and said he had to take, like, a mental health break and, like, focus on himself. Darn. But I think there has to be, like, some, like, a really really big incident that happened yeah people are like, speculating that he's like he covering ways, something, they, something up they didn't even trade him they just like let him go yeah that just doesn't crazy. that doesn't happen much oh, in I've the nba in general even and, if, like, a second round
3: pick. yeah and the fact that he's only 19 like you just <clears throat> don't do that so Whoa. it's really weird
0: yeah sorry that that keeps happening i don't know what that is i'm gonna talk to dean about it i don't know but <laughs> anyways we'll continue speculating on that and into next week um once again Mar- dean of students Marla love will be here next year uh, next year whoa next maybe week we <laughs> lol maybe she'll come back next year too um regardless this has been big red banter thank you so much for joining us thank you for being with me clara sander and david so happy to have you um see us next week keep on listening to wvbr um this episode will be out on all streaming platforms by next saturday um but yeah check us out on social media at WVBRFM fm sports and um have a wonderful wonderful week happy halloween and stay safe out there bye